Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 160 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is a belated half-year review. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the far better half of this podcast, TV Markinson. Hello, TV. How are you today? I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to factor. I'm like, okay, she used half. Was she trying to insult me somehow or was that a compliment? There's math involved and I can't figure it out. It was a compliment. Half-year review. I'm going to go with compliment. Yep. <laughs> um, I would like to apologize. There were some people at GCLS who were asking me what our next episode was about, and I said about conferences, and clearly it's not, so I messed up. So next time we're going to discuss conferences. So don't get angry. It's coming. It's coming. I will, I will update everybody on that. It's coming. Uh, yes, uh, hang, it's coming. Hang on to the edge of your seat. When was the last time we talked? Um, the last time we talked, it was about a month ago. It seems like it was years. It seems like it was years ago since the last time we sat down to record. But maybe it's just because it's like hot as hell and everything, all the days just seem really freaking long now. I don't know if you know this, but Pride Month is officially over. <laughs> I mean, when this comes out, it will be July the 25th. So yeah, pretty much over. Um, I don't think I shared leading up to our last... Uh, recorded episode like how much damage that project actually did to my body about halfway into the month my left shoulder elbow and fingers got all jacked up and I ended up losing feeling in two of my fingers on my left hand oh that's not good no it took weeks to see any progress like it was his constant tingling and so ultimately it, it was me going to New Mexico for uh, GCLS that fixed the problem because I wasn't on my laptop the entire time I was there. I had planned on working while I was at GCLS because I'm always behind on work, but I couldn't because of the pain. <laughs> so, yeah, that project killed me. I was going to say but, but there is no but. Um, probably it's a good thing, right? Because your body is uh, screaming at you to say, uh, have a rest. So um, a good thing that you did have a rest at GCLS. Maybe the desert heat helped fix my body. I don't know. Because my, my massage therapist is always telling me to keep it warm. And I'm like, it's like 100 degrees. I don't want to put a hot pack on it. Like, I will literally go up in flames. I should probably, I know we're going to discuss conferences next time, but I probably should mention that uh, the AM show, co-written with Miranda McLeod, won a Goldie. Woo! So um, I think you knew behind the scenes that I was kind of cheering a against the AM show because I hate crowds and I hate going on a stage. So I had come to an agreement with Miranda that if we did win, I would go on stage with her, but she would do the speech and I would just stand there looking foolish, which is my specialty. I'm very good at standing there looking foolish. But unbeknownst to me, or I don't even know if she knew she was going to do this, but at the very end of her speech, she turned to me and said, do you have anything to say? And I wished I brought my fork with me so I could stab her. <laughs> because that was not the deal. <laughs> so what did you say? I just said thank you and ran off the stage <laughs> like a true professional. <laughs> oh, you, you know, you should have you thanked the Academy. 
Uh, and everyone, everyone who knows you. No, no words came to me. I just remember staring at Miranda, like staring daggers, and she seemed more amused than anything. Um, I don't know if it was done on purpose or not, but anywho, um, yeah, I, and it's really bright. The lights were really bright, and I, I tried to look out into the audience, and all I saw was like blinding light, and then I just ran. So that that was the extent of my award speech. Well, <laughs> I'm really good at it. Can I just say uh, a toot toot for you two for winning uh, an award? And um, actually, it's very exciting because you know you actually got to go up on stage and and receive the award, which is an experience that not many people get in life. So that's very exciting. I am sad that when you won last year, you were uh, not able to. I think you would have handled it with a bit more uh, grace. Well, I, I'd like to think so, but you know what? Um, I once won a raffle, like a, when I when I was um, working about sort of you know ten fifteen years ago, and I had to get up on stage. To, so I won this raffle, and it was a five hundred pound travel voucher, and I had to get up on stage to receive it. So I was giddy with excitement. Never won anything before in my life. On the final step on stage, I tripped and fell flat on my face. So you know, I don't have good track record with getting on stages. Oh, I'm laughing. I shouldn't. Um, but I kind of wish I saw that. <laughs> Did anyone get it on video? Can we like play a clip? I think it's too. Um, I think it's too old. You know, probably like when I say ten, fifteen years old, it's probably like twenty years old. But it's one of those one of those times, you know, where uh, yeah, you want the world to swallow you up. I got up, dusted myself down. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you got the five hundred bucks. So got, got five hundred. There you go. Yeah. I know I said that Pride Month is over, but I still have Pride Collection news. <laughs> um, take two, the story Miranda and I penned together for the collection has just been released in audio, and the wonderful Lori Prince narrated it, so that will be a treat for people. Lori Prince is a very popular narrator these days in psychic fiction, and I have to say she's just a delight to work with. So in other narration news, Ella Lynch is recording the proposal. She also recorded the setup and the date. So got some audiobooks going. Um, got feeling back in my fingers. <laughs> so things are looking up. Um, since getting back from New Mexico, I've been working on the Christmas in July 99 cent sale that is taking place on iHeart Sapphic, uh, July 22nd to July 26th. So if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, head over to iHeartSafic to uh, grab some wonderful bargains. There's lots of great books on sale for 99 cents. And finally, in writing news, Miranda and I are back to writing our next book. We're working on an enemies-to-lovers workplace romance that involves two lawyers. And given my left arm pain earlier prior to the New Mexico trip, um, I spent my time wisely by binge-watching episodes of The Good Wife. Um, I don't think I ever really watched it before. I, I Some of the episodes seem familiar, but I wasn't a regular watcher. So it, it's a pretty good show. I'm on season three, and my big complaint about the show is I want a better love interest for Alicia. Her husband seems like a prick. I can't seem to warm up to Will. Can't she just date a nice person? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> um, yeah, the good the good wife. Uh, I, I'm racking my brains. I have seen all the uh, episodes of that, but it's, it was then superseded by the good fight, which was I loved the good fight. So um, you should watch that as well. I think my next project after I finish the good wife, because there's a lot of seasons on it, my next project is going to be to watch the Gilmore Girls. 
Oh, we love the Gilmore Girls. Like my favorite show ever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna binge it from episode one to the end. I think that's my summer project. Excellent. I can't think of a better summer project than that. I've heard so many good things, and I thought it would be great resource as a writer for snappy dialogue. So, all right. So, what's going on over there besides uh, all hell breaking loose? Because you guys are like the hottest place on the planet right now. <laughs> yes. So we're recording this uh, on the Tuesday, uh, the nineteenth, when. Uh, London is officially uh, 41 or 42 degrees, so it's hot, hot, hot in here, and I have had to turn my fan off for the recording, so fab, fabuloso. But um, I am, I'm here and I'm getting through it. And I have just got back from two weeks off, so which was which was incredible. We had a fantastic time in Portugal visiting mates, um, and then we went to see the women play football at the Euros in Brighton, and then we had a little jaunt around the south coast. Uh, went to beaches and and just uh, ate ice cream and had some lovely meals. So uh, and now I'm ready to work. But I have chosen the first two days to work, the hottest two days in the UK on record, <laughs> in all of time. But um, yeah, I have actually done some things, so that's good, isn't it? For instance, this week I, I commissioned my cover for my Christmas book, so that's good. And I've, I've sorted out some social media shizzle and oh, some a few other things. Ticky, 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 you know, admin stuff that hasn't been done because I've been trying to get my Christmas book to the editor, uh, getting ready to go on holiday. Um, so this week, um, through the heat, I have, yes, got my Christmas book to the editor. So this is a really, really big one, um, actually, because... I think that uh, last time we spoke, I said it had to get be done by the end of June. Well, that was my sort of nominal date, but didn't have to go to the editor till till yesterday. So, uh, so Monday the seventeenth. So, what I did was I got it all done, and then I took it away with me and read it, and I made like five hundred and fifty-two notes, <laughs> and then I came back uh, and worked for two and a half days solid getting all those notes done and knocking it into shape. So I uh, got back on Friday and then I worked Friday uh, afternoon and then all day Saturday, all day Sunday. So really, I made a weekend, don't I? Um, no, you just got back from holiday and then you worked two days. I don't think you get a weekend for that. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> at that holiday, I earned the holiday, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how my brain's working. Two whole days in a row, TB, to work, work. My God. But anyway, I was very proud of myself because it's at the editor now so that's great what else did i do well i also launched a surprise translation now i haven't told anyone about this translation because i did it myself um so i haven't even told you because uh, it's been going on it's been sort of running in the background for for ages but i decided i wanted to do a language translate a book into a language that i haven't done before just to see what the process is like and just to see what it's like on the back end so um, obviously I've done German and Brazilian Portuguese but that's been via publishers so this time around I hired my own translator uh, got a new cover done so it was it was a lot that's all I'll say <laughs> now when you said you you did it on your own you mm. didn't translate it did you no 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 obviously I speak not a word of Italian I mean literally not a word um, apart from bellissimo and brilliante that, that's it. I wanted to see what the process was like doing it yourself. So I went through Readsy and hired a translator. I kept it quiet because I just didn't want, you know what I mean? Sometimes you have a project and you, you don't want to, I didn't want to jinx it, I suppose. I, di I didn't uh, want to say anything about it to anyone. But it's out and people I don't know are reading it in Italy. <laughs> and it's really weird because it's like when you've done this, it's, it's sort of like 
you're starting with a new pen name, I suppose, because no one knows me out there um, for writing in Italian. So, um, so it's been interesting, and I put it into KU, and people are buying it, and people are reading it, so that's nice. Which book did you do? Before you say I do. Okay. So it's uh, Prima di dire si lo voglio. But it's all the all the bits that you don't think about, you know, but um, like getting all the front cover and the back cover translated and all the little marketing things. Uh, but luckily my, my narrator, um, not narrator, translator has been lovely to work with. Uh, really good. And I, I, I think I, I interviewed about three or four translators on Readsy and I put it out to a bunch of Italian readers on my newsletter. And um, they, five out of six of them chose the cheapest one as the best one. <laughs> so that was that was a break, wasn't it? So yeah, but she's she's been brilliant. So um, yeah, so it's been interesting to do it, um, but it's been a lot of work, and it's it's kind of nerve wracking when you don't speak the language at all. But I suppose that's the point. So because <laughs> it's translation. So yes, yeah, so I so I launched two books in June. So that was quite a lot. In other business news, um, you'll be very pleased to know this, um, TB. I. I, I finally bit the bullet and sorted out my printer and I rang the very nice people at HP and said, look, if I've got two brand new cartridges, nothing works, what, what what's going on, what can I do? And they said, oh, we'll just send you two new ones. And within three days they arrived. And uh, so, you know, like my printer hasn't been working for about six months and I've been moaning mm -hmm. about it. Um, it just took a phone call and then two new cartridges arrived and they work. So now my printer's working again, hooray! <laughs> So was it just the print the cartridges this whole time? Yeah, I think so. Because like they were brand new and no ink was coming out on the paper. Weird. Huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, everything these days is so hard. Everything's just breaking. So it's hard to know what's what the cause is. I just keep saying supply chain issues. Yeah. <laughs> that but, seems to be the answer to everything these days. <laughs> but I will say that, um, yeah, I'm on like a subscription ink package with HP and they were so good. So, you know, it's it, big up, big up good customer support when it happens, right? What else has happened since we last spoke? I went to um, self-publishing show live. Uh, now the self-publishing show, um, I think I didn't go to the actual uh, workshoppy bits in the day, like the actual conference. I didn't go to the conference. Frankly, because the last one I went to, it was just too basic. I think that there would be some things, actually, the sessions this time around that would have been good, but um, because I bought the course, it's all it's they recorded it all and put it on the course, so I'm going to watch a few of the sessions. I did go to the drinks, uh, and so I met up with lots of people that I know, so that was really nice, and, and in the end, there was like a jazz band there as well. It was on the South Bank, so they had the drinks in the same place they had the conference. And then um, we all ended up dancing, and it ended up at, like at, at the end of the evening with me sort of dancing to a jazz band with Joanna Penn. Very strange, but lovely. I thought you were the one who didn't like jazz. Am I thinking of the wrong person? Well, I'm not a huge fan of jazz, but, you know, it, when I say jazz, it was sort of jazz sort of magic FM crossovers. There was a sax and a bit of shuffle. And with Joanna Penn, so well done you. For uh, mm -hmm. listeners who don't know Joanna Penn, you should know Joanna Penn. She is a very successful indie author who does a lot of uh, books and courses on how to be an indie author, and so she should be on your radar. She should, and she started the dancing, so it's her fault we're all dancing. 
does surprises me. Isn't she like terribly shy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly she just wanted to dance that night. It was really nice. I think a little bit like you said that you had a, a good time just meeting other people at GCLS. It was really nice just to go and and meet other writers because it's been so long since we've done this. So that was really good. And what else have I done? I've been to see a lot of music, live music TV. So I went to see Beck, I went to see St Vincent and I went to see Crowded House. So, and one of those uh, concerts was outside in Hampton Court Palace. It was like the poshest, most middle-class gig you could ever wish to do. I was, I was there for it. Which one was the one outside? Uh, Crowded House. Crowded House, what? Can you name a song? Fall at your feet, weather with you. Um, it's only natural. I know. I I have to know them. Yeah. I absolutely have to know them you because would. I grew up in the eighties. <laughs> I can't think of their music right now. They're an Australian band. They were big in the UK. But I know. I know them. Yeah, yeah. So that's it, really. Um, yeah. yeah, I've just been um, getting some um, launching. Um, it started with a kiss. Uh, getting my Christmas novel off to the editor launching my Italian books. It's been busy, busy, and going on holiday. And you had a lovely time on holiday, so all the hard work was worth it. It was, it was. So what you got, any comments? We we do have some comments on this end. Um, first up, we have Teresa. Teresa says, uh, Teresa loves the podcast, so thank you so much, Teresa, for listening. And now I need to issue a blanket apology to everyone. <laughs> um, I've heard from many people, many, many, many people at GCLS how much they love the podcast and I have to apologize because I can't remember everyone's names. So I'm going to take the easy way out <laughs> and say thank you so much for the support while in New Mexico and for listening to our show. We appreciate every single listener and every kind word. I'm just really shit at memory for names. I just, I don't know. I don't know what, like something happens to my brain when someone tells me their name and I'm like, okay, that's great to meet you. And then like two seconds later, I'm like, who was that? <laughs> so, <laughs> so my sincere apologies but I do want to say I met Sherry Ritz and it was Sherry's son who introduced me to the phrase upsetty spaghetti oh brilliant brilliant I hope you got a photo of Sherry yes I did Hooray. I did since I've done the blanket apology do you have any comments on your side I got nothing alright well, let's move on the bias of coffee then <laughs> okay First up, Alicia bought us coffees and said, TV, I really enjoyed the panels you were on at GCLS. So thank you very much, Alicia. It was lovely to meet you. Um, and Amina has bought us coffee saying, welcome back. We missed you. So we missed you as well. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, we did miss doing the podcast. And uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you've missed us too. Um, but now we are back and we are discussing about three weeks late, uh, because we've had a break, um, our half year review. For this, I just went back to my goals and saw, and had a look how I'm doing. Did you do the same? Okie dokie. Is this the time where I have a second confession? Two confessions okay. in one episode. Go on then. Um, I did not go back and listen to my goals for 2022. Uh, I, know I, I know I didn't set a lot, and I haven't since 2020 because... Uh, that year taught me that not to expect anything but bad. Yes. I have written down what I've done, but I haven't compared it to what I said I was going to do, if that makes sense. That's because right. I'm just not going to look back anymore. Okay, good. Looking forward. No rear view mirrors for TB. So, would you like to kick off? Okay. So, after saying that um, I 
didn't look at my past goals, this is what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> These are what my accomplishments are in the second quarter of this year. So far, I have to say I'm having a pretty good uh, year on the professional level. Don't Let's not get started on the personal because it's been pretty bad here in the U.S., but on the professional level, I've had a good year. In this past quarter, I've released season one of A London Love Story and Take Two, which was my contribution to the Pride Collection. Also, we launched a Pride Collection, which was well-received. At one point, all eight books were in the top 15 on the charts. So I would say on the publishing side, nailed it. Toot toot. So do you want to go on your publishing side? Okay. Uh, so publishing side, well, slow start. Could <laughs> If I was grading myself, I'd say um, C plus could do better. Uh, one one book published but that book it started with a kiss um, has been very well received I will say it, it it showed me that you should never judge a book you know by the first couple, few days or whatever a week you know sometimes you're you're just like oh it's it hasn't got many reads or many sales um, and you're like oh but actually uh, it, it it was just a slow starter but it had it has had a very uh, solid steady, um, chart progression so that's good um, some books shoot up the charts when you launch them some meander but I can't complain about this one but you know what uh, honestly it was just nice to get it out there I was pleased with the book uh, and uh, you can't control the sales uh, but I was pleased with the book and really pleased to just publish something <laughs> get back on the horse so yeah I've got one book published my plan is to get the Christmas book out in October and then um, I will be writing London Ever After book nine Will I publish it this year? It might slip, but I'm going to see. It's hard to publish a book that's not Christmas during the Christmas season. I mean, plenty of people do. The received wisdom is don't do it because uh, there's more competition, right, um, around that time. So, yeah. But, you know, it might slip to next year and that's okay. And then um, I have to remember last time when we did our first quarter review and I kept saying big fat fail and you told me not to think that way and yeah. so and now you're giving yourself a c plus yeah <laughs> have we switched roles we have yeah we have well i'm I... just like fuck it i got a book out baby <laughs> i know right i think it's just because you know this year i was like gung-ho beginning but then you know i had um health issues and uh, and then my dad died so you know there's been a lot of things going on in the background so actually uh, yes i should pat myself on the back for getting this book out and for writing that you know i've written too so that's pretty good. Yeah. I say be kind. Okay. Be kind to yourself. And then I am going to move on to the audiobook front. Since we last did our quarterly review, I have gotten two audiobooks out. No, three audiobooks out. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at math. I can't even count three titles on my sheet. <laughs> I got three audiobooks out. Um, one by Lori Prince and her fiancé, A London Love Story, which the listeners are absolutely loving because it's a story about four Americans living in London. And since Lori's American and her fiancé is uh, British, that they're loving, like, it kind of sounds like a radio show. So they're liking that chemistry. And then um, Take Two, another narration by Lori Prince has come out. And also Two of a Kind which is our first collaboration with Abby Creighton. So um, that one's, that release is going really well. So on the audio front, killing it. Excellent. And uh, yes, the silky-voiced Abby Creighton, the darling of the U.S. Uh, audiobook market, right? Yes. The listeners, they, they just absolutely love her. 
Did you have any audiobooks come out? I can't uh, remember. Uh, I was just going to say, I did forget my translations in the publishing section. So I've had one new German book, that's You're My Kind, and my Italian book. So, um, And I've got a few other things in the background um, there to get starting to gain momentum. So we'll hopefully um, have more translation news by the end of the year, hopefully. Um, audiobooks. Now, this one, again, I'm being kind to myself, TB, right? So, okay. <laughs> so I got one out. Lay! Um, and that, that was a, that was a slog, because that was the one where my narrator lost her voice, so <laughs> you, got, oh. you got a falafel. Uh, but it is out. Um, uh, unfortunately, Audible didn't categorise it properly for about five weeks, so um, yeah, it, it, it didn't have the best start in life, uh, but hopefully um, it's doing well um, wide as well. So hopefully um, it will pick up uh, a few listens. Uh, but I, I'm really, really happy with it because I've got, got a proper Scottish narrator to do it. And this one's set in the Scottish Highlands, Change of Heart. So yeah, if you haven't listened to it, do give it a listen. Now, I've, I'm not going to say fail, <laughs> but, I did, but I had planned to get some more uh, audiobooks done. I was going to get Christmas and Mistletoe done, right? But it's kind of fallen by the wayside. I, I did try and get a new narrator for it because I want to get a new British one. But I've, I'm just having issues finding one, really. So, um, yeah, if anybody's got any favourite narrators that they love, do let me know. Because um, I've got... I, I don't want the same person to do all my British books. I'm very happy with the people I've got um, doing them, but I want to, I'd like to find a new one. So um, yeah, do let me know. But I've also got to get, of course, it started with a kiss uh, into audio, but I haven't done that yet. Are you saying you're having supply chain issues I with am. narrators? Yeah, yeah. I tried to use the Find Away Voices Marketplace, but it baffled me, so I've no idea uh, what to do there. It says like the story, like. 30 years from now, it's going to be like in every history book. <laughs> yeah. Just how hard everything became, like all the stuff that, you know, we used to do normally. Now yeah. it's just like a big slog. But yeah. anywho's. Yeah. According to uh, my notes, my next bullet point is writing. Is that what your bullet point is? It can be. <laughs> all right. Is that what we want to do then? Yep. It's kind of weird. I can't see you, so I'm just like... <laughs> I know. I know. Blind, we, blind here. We have turned our video off because it was um, ruining our uh, our recording, and now the recording's going fine, but we can't see each other, which is weird. Yeah, usually we have like verbal signs or, <laughs> or not verbal. Yeah, no, non-verbal, <laughs> visual, <laughs> visual like signs of like what we're supposed to do on the writing front. We had to, and when I say we, uh, Miranda and I, since we do a lot of co-writes together, we had to take one project off the production calendar. Um, not only am I having difficulty with my left arm, but um, one of our editors also needed a break because life. I just think right now, this year, everyone needs a break. So we ended up uh, plucking one of our projects off the calendar and putting it onto next year. So it's probably for the best because I, I'm getting feeling back in my hand. So that's good. I'd say feeling in your hand is, is, is the goal. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Call me crazy. <laughs> has been like dead for like several weeks but oddly enough causing me a, a significant amount of pain yeah so i've been kind of nursing it quite a bit yeah so it's causing some problems on the writing as you can imagine because i haven't mastered one-handed typing yeah. and i don't know i haven't tried dictation i stumble over words a lot and i don't think that would be easy for me to take to yes 
No, I haven't tried dictation either. It's it was on my list. You know, it was like Amazon ads. It was on my list for quite a long time. Then I just pushed it off the list. Yeah, I'm wondering if I should actually try to train myself for that to better protect my body. But who knows? So on the writing front, I think as I said, uh, I, I've written two books. So actually, um, I'm on track almost. Uh, I had intended by this point to write three. But um, that was a little bit of folly, really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Even with all the stuff that's happened, <laughs> would I have done that? I'm not sure. Uh, but I've written two, so I'm quite pleased with that. I can't even remember how many books I've written so far this year. Mm. It also doesn't help that it's getting really hot in here. What do you have next on your list? I have I Heart Sapphic, the podcast, and then my my closing. What are you What do you got going on? Okay, so I've got business, health, and well-being, and personal. I did not do. Well, I've talked enough about my health and I did not too personal, so take it over, Claire. <laughs> okay. So health and well being. Um yoga. I have been I have been doing that. Um it fell off my it's fallen off fallen off my radar uh, over the last couple of months, but I did start doing it um quite regularly over the years, so I need to get back to that. Um personal training, I got back on board uh, again with that um over the last couple of months. Uh so I need to book another session lot lot of sessions with my PT. She actually messaged me today, so it's a sign, right? It's a sign. Um, I also did a park run, right? So I want to get back into running, but because I've, I've fallen out the habit of that as well. My mate, uh, she does a park run, which is like a 5K run around her local park uh, every week, every Saturday. So I went to stay with her about a month ago. She said, do you want to do the park run? I said, yes, I will. So I, I took all my gear. I'm limbering up on at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. I start running around. I said to her, "You run, you run way faster than me, so you just carry on." So she off she went. I'm with my I'm with my people. I'm doing a, a leisurely sort of a plod round, and I was about three quarters of the way round. I tripped on a tree root, um, went arse over tit quite, and I was going quite fast at that point. <laughs> I think I was feeling a bit, you know, like Sally Gunnell or something. No, did she do did she do running no she was hurdling well anyway I hurdled a tree root and I and I didn't win I fell on my elbow and my knee and then so I've had to I had to have a bandage on both of them but the good thing that I've done this year on health and well-being is holidays so uh, and that's been a big tick I have been to Jamaica for a couple of weeks I went to Portugal we've been to Paris and we went to the south coast so taking time off yes it's been necessary this year but I've done it how big was this tree root? <laughs> Do you know what? The bloke, before he, before he started the park run, he said, now, I want to remind you, this is a country park. There are tree roots on the course, so everybody just take care. And my mate who does it every week, she said, oh, yeah, I have, I have actually tripped up on a tree root. And um, I went, oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know all of you told me. Everyone's warned me. I'm not going to trip on a tree root. Yeah, tripped on a tree root. They're not actually that big, but they just sort of stick out of the path a little bit. Well, I'm glad it wasn't too serious, but... No hospitalisation occurred. Did you get that on video? We, we <laughs> didn't get the falling on the stick. You fall a lot, apparently. I do, apparently, it? yeah. <laughs> apparently I do. I mean, you know, not that often, but um, I, I have mentioned it twice today, right? So maybe maybe this is a this is a, a thing that I do. Who knows? But yeah, so that's that one. Uh, do you want to do your uh, business goals and then I'll do mine? On the iHeart Sapphic front... Um, the website has been breaking all types of records <laughs> this year. Um, this is by far our best year yet. And during the month of June, because that was when we were doing all the Pride Collection stuff, um, we, we broke all the records. 
we ended up signing up 200 new newsletter subscribers just during that month, which is a, a decent amount for iHeart Suffolk. And we, we are still keeping a decent clip right now with getting new subscribers. Um, so the website is doing really, really well. And this is good news for all Suffolk authors because we're trying to do our best to help grow the reading audience and to get readers engaged. So we've, we've been running like events in uh, IHS Facebook group right now in July. Uh, authors are doing like a giveaway each day by asking like trivia questions and getting auth- uh, not authors, readers involved and guessing and everything. So IHS is doing really well. Hmm. It's a lot of work, but it's doing really, really well. And this is like an outstanding year on that front. Well, well done. No, well done. Because I know how much work you put into it. And also thank you. Thank you very much from all the Sapphic Romance authors because you, like you say, um, when it does well, we will do well. Well, thank you for saying that. And yeah, I mean, we, we do this for, it's my way of paying it forward. Or is it paying it back? Forward. Definitely forward. You're not looking forward. back. You're not looking back TV, remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it's hard for a historian. <laughs> But yeah, so, um, it, you know, it, it is a lot of work. It takes the four of us about, I don't know. Well, I do know, actually, uh, about <laughs> 80 to 100 hours per week. Yeah. That's four of us doing that. So it's a lot of work, but it's it's paying off. And I hope it's helping readers connect to authors and helping them find their next favorite read. Well done on getting the tagline in. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was That was skillfully slid in there. I know, it's not even in my notes. It I know, just, well I just done. remembered it. Well done. Anything else on your... Nailed uh, it! Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. I have faith. Anything else on your uh, businessy things? On the podcast front, it's a bit different story. We have scaled back to twice a month, and I'm hoping this helps us keep going forward on the podcast. We both had challenging years for different reasons. You've had a lot of um, stuff going on in your personal life. I've had a lot of stuff going on on the business side. So, but I know it's different reasons, but it has taken a toll on both of us, our years and what's been going on. So hopefully scaling back um, is the right decision. Yes, I agree. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I mean, I think I had a little note on the podcast um, yeah, we, we did say at the beginning of the year, we're going to carry on and see where it goes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just been very difficult, more and more difficult to coordinate our schedules this year. So scaling back to twice a month uh, was the right decision. And hopefully it will mean we can carry on. Fingers crossed. As long as you avoid all tree roots and going on stages. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So what, what else do you have on your uh, half year review? Okay, so business-wise, um, I changed my company name. I'm still Custard Books. I've always been Custard Books, but my overarching company was called something different. Now it's not, so that was that was a big step. I still haven't changed my bank account, but, you know, there's still time. There's still five months to go, or four, <laughs> nearly four. <laughs> so, you know, slowly, slowly. Um, price promotions. Now, um, I have done these on my own website, and I've had a really good year with direct sales, actually. I think I, I did my biggest for, it started with the KISS. I did a little trial, because um, normally the pre-sale I do on my on my direct, if you buy direct, is normally like two to three days, but I did nearly two weeks of a pre-sale um, for it started with KISS. So uh, that was um, a very big success. Surprisingly, if you give people two weeks to buy and not two days, more people buy. 
I, I just don't know why um, but yeah so I need to schedule um, them on other sites too but on my own stuff um, it's working well I wanted to do more in-person events this year but unfortunately I couldn't go to the South Coast Lesvik hangout because it clashed with my dad's funeral I'm hoping next year next year in-person events right Clifton strengths now one of, that was one of my goals was to find out what my Clifton strengths meant because you remember I had them analyzed now thank you so much to reader and listener Carol in Montreal who got in touch and she's a certified Clifton Strengths coach and she gave me a, like an hour and a half Zoom session to talk me through them and help me understand them which is so helpful. So thank you so much uh, to Carol and and so that's actually one thing ticked off my list that I probably wasn't going to get done if Carol hadn't swept in uh, and saved me. So um, that feels good. Well done, Carol. It, it's really good, actually, the Clifton Strengths, because it tells you to lean into your strengths and just it, things that you're, you're not so good at. I don't know if they call them weaknesses, but they just say they lower down your strengths. Don't worry about them, because you're not good at, you, you're not naturally, it's not actually what you're drawn to. And the Clifton Strengths say, lean into your strengths. So um, it was really good to understand that. And it kind of made me understand myself a bit more as well. It was deep. It's why I... It's why I don't practice math. It's just not my strength. <laughs> exactly. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, TV. I'll just let someone else do the accounts. Yes. <laughs> but I just can't do it. So I'm going to say, you know, as I mentioned earlier in the first quarter review, I kept saying I had some big fat fails and you told me not to do that. So this time around, I really just tried to focus on the good. And there aren't any fails or if there were fails, I can't remember them. <laughs> so I guess. I guess that means they don't matter in the long run. <laughs> yes, this forgetting works works well in some ways, doesn't it? I know menopause, love it. <laughs> like I was like, I was trying to think of things there. I was like, well, is there, what what were the goals you didn't accomplish, and I couldn't come up with anything. Not because I probably, I, I'm sure I've forgotten some stuff. Ignorance is bliss. I yes. guess that's my final words. Ignorance is bliss. Excellent. On my personal goals, uh, one was to read more. Now, I, since I've never tracked my reading before I've no idea if I'm doing well at this uh you know am I reading more than I did last year maybe I don't know I, I quite like doing the tracking I must say um so I am behind obviously I've read 17 books this year so I know that probably sounds paltry because I remember polling my readers and quite a lot of them read 50 up a year some of them read like hundreds a year so uh, but for me that's not bad I really would like to catch up a little bit I'm 11 books behind schedule Goodreads tells me so but anyway um, I feel like I'm reading more so that's good isn't it I feel like I am um, one of the other things I was intended to do was walk more now we, we have done that a bit um, I haven't been away on long weekends to walk but I've been away um, on holiday and we did some walking in on the south coast we did it in Portugal so you know all right uh, and to bake cinnamon rolls I, it, there's still four months left and my waistline probably thanks me for not baking them yet. Wait, I'm sorry. You broke up a bit. Did you say one of your personal goals was to bake cinnamon rolls? Yes. How do I not remember that? <laughs> that seems like something I would remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of my goals this year was to bake cinnamon rolls because I really like them, but I've never baked one. So. I'm thinking that's more of a holiday thing when mm. it's cooler maybe mm. you should around the holidays i'm definitely not going to do it today or this week <laughs> i know let's turn the oven on for some added heat no i know i think my meals for the next like 
few days while we're under this heat warning is salads. Salads are great right now. Yeah, we we had we had double salad yesterday, lunch and dinner. Salad again for lunch. We're actually thinking about cooking something in the oven tonight. It's folly. Forty two <gasps> degrees outside. I, what are we thinking? I don't I don't recommend you guys have a barbecue outside, right? We do, but it's a cold one. And also that would be like outside is so hot. We had dinner outside last night. <laughs> and I think we didn't cook it took us about two hours to cool down when we came in. So I think being inside is better. Well, that's our half year goals. I think by and large, given everything that we both had to deal with, we've we've done well. Basically, we've we've kept going, and um, isn't that what we always say, TB? I'm sure we also pivoted, but I can't remember when. <laughs> we did. I'm sure we did. We we love a pivot. <laughs> Let us know how your first six months have gone. Have you shot shot and scored all the goals that you intended to, or have you pivoted? Let us know. Uh, on the website lesbiansyourwrite.com by email lesbiansyourwrite at gmail.com twitter us at leswhowrite and instagram me at clairefic and one more thing to say uh, by the time this comes out we'll know whether England are into the semi-finals or the finals I'm not sure of the uh, Women's European Football Championship and it's very exciting we're playing tomorrow uh, against Spain. We've hit so many goals in the first three games. It's I'm, I'm hoping we haven't peaked, but fingers crossed because uh, my wife and I have got tickets for the final at Wembley, so I'm hoping we get there. Let us know your first six months and do join us next time round when we're going to be discussing um, in-person events and conferences and um, are they any good? Yes, and I will give a, a more uh, in-depth breakdown of how GCLS was this year. So Excellent. I'm looking, looking forward, forward, to forward to it. Yes, look at that. We both said it at the same time. We must be so looking forward to it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, until then, um, keep safe. Stay writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. Head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.